Welcome to the Open Update by Liberate Science. As always, I am your host, Chris Heikrink, with your weekly Open Science Digest from the web, social media, and news feeds. Thank you for joining us once again, or for the first time. This week, we will talk about PLOS launching five new journals and lasting equity concerns in open access. But first, a few shorter updates. The organization Open Access Button has rebranded to Open Access Works. Coalition S, the consortium that is implementing Europe's Open Access Plan, is looking for people or organizations to build their price transparency platform in the transition to 100% open access. Proposals for this are due June 7th. The Internet Archive is piloting an interlibrary loan program for their digital resources to increase access for libraries across the world. Moving on to the Public Library of Science, more commonly known as PLOS, which launched their first journal in 2003 and grew up to around eight journals in 2009, after which they didn't introduce any new journals. Last week, they announced they're introducing five additional journals, specifically PLOS Climate, PLOS Sustainability and Transformation, PLOS Water, PLOS Digital Health, and PLOS Global Public Health. In their announcement, the PLOS leadership recognizes how journals are not just publishing outlets, but they're also communities of practice, which is a shift from the common narrative around journals, at least from publishers. And it seems like they're prioritizing equity and diversity for these journals as a community of practice, which I hope they can realize, as we really need better practices around this. And PLOS is a substantial player that can really set around a course change. I hope PLOS shares how and what they learn about this as they go go through the process. And it is possible for a different kind of journal to be created beyond simply being promised lands or serving as cash machines. And many open access journals still rely on one and only one business model, that of pay to publish, which puts it a bit bluntly, but there are many more models possible. The new big deal, also called transformative agreements, is another business model, which we've spoken about at Open Update at length and also spoke a bit about last week about the impacts that it might have on consolidation of power instead of more distribution and more accessible journals. Nonetheless, these community action plans are a great improvement over straight out pay to publish per article. As an open access publication from last December in the journal Quantitative Science Studies indicated that researchers with access to more resources and job security have a higher probability of paying to publish open access, which doesn't necessarily come as a surprise, but still very informative about these pay to publish models, because who has more resources? Who has more job security? I'll leave that in between the lines for you. So it seems imperative based on such findings and these developments to think about how do we distribute resources while we reduce costs of publishing without relinquishing the goal of providing access to as many people as possible, something organizations like the Humanities Commons already exemplify. And the Public Library of Science is now trying 
to also become a role model and set a new course for open access. This was a bit of a different episode, diving into some of PLOS's history and developments and some of the developments regarding open access. Thanks for joining us for the journey that is the open update. I hope you enjoy it, but I also want to invite you to get in touch if you have ideas or feedback, because I would love to hear what you would like to hear at the open update. If you haven't already, don't forget to subscribe on your podcast provider of choice and feel free to recommend the open update to others. Until next week.